0: Welcome to the Care to Change podcast. We are grateful to have you join us today. We are beginning a new series this month all about marriage. April will be joined by our counselor, Brittany Sperka to discuss what every pre-married couple needs to know. Thank you for being a part of this conversation as we hope to offer you practical solutions for positive change.
1: Welcome back, everyone. This is April Bordeaux from Care to Change. As always, I'm so glad that you've chosen to spend this time with us. Um, I am super excited because this is the month of February and we are starting a new series this month all about marriage. Uh, This month, we are going to go through several topics, what every pre-married couple needs to know Let's not wait until it's too late. How to know when it's time for counseling and what to do to get your spouse on board. Uh, How to stay on the same team. Seven steps to a win win and 10 steps to a happy, fulfilling marriage. So, this month, the month of February is chalked up to full um, information. We have had several podcast series on the topic of marriage. And so if you want more information, or your question doesn't get answered today, I want to encourage you to look at the list of topics in our podcast on whatever uh, venue you're listening now. And you'll be able to find those we'll link some of those in the show notes for you as well. We just finished up a series uh, in the month of January, on the topic of boundaries, we talked about what they are, um, what they mean in marriage, what they mean with parenting, what they mean at work. And so here we are starting a new series on the topic of marriage. And we did it, of course, on purpose in the month of February, because this is the month of love and people um, celebrate Valentine's Day, et cetera. Et cetera. And so we want to uh, just really honor that and spend some time on one of the most important relationships that we get to experience in life. And that's the one with our spouse. So today, we're kicking it off with uh, what every pre-married couple needs to know. So if you are about ready to get married, this is for you. If you're in a wedding, this is for you. If your son or daughter is getting married, this is for you. Um if you want to get married someday this is for you. Um and if you know or love someone who's about ready to get married or get proposed this is for you. So lots of people that we thought in had in mind uh, when we came up with this topic for you. And I'm super excited because we have Brittany Smith with us lovingly known as Brit or Brit Britt here at Care to Change. She is no stranger to Care to Change. She's been with us for several years. And um, she is no stranger to the podcast. She's been with us Uh, on several occasions. And she is a therapist here at care to change. Brittany. uh, Oh, I called you Brittany Smith. And wow, um, old habits die hard. That's probably because I've known you for so many years. She's no longer Brittany Smith. She's actually Brittany Spurka. So for those of you that don't know, Brittany got married last year. Uh, So congratulations, Brittany Spurka,
2: Thank you. Uh,
1: I can't say necessarily recent. It's been several months now, but so glad to have you. And congratulations once again on being married. This is such a beautiful conversation and I love having it with you. Um, I was at your wedding and it was last October. It was late in October. And what you may or may not know about Brittany is she loves sunflowers and everything um, pumpkin spice And so we were not super um, surprised when she said she was getting married in the middle of the pumpkin spice season when sunflowers would be out. But that was the least of what was fun about your wedding. Um, You had an amazing wedding and the vows that you and your husband Zach did, I told you, I've told you this before, those vows that Zach did were the best vows, no offense to any wedding that I've been to. I've been to lots of weddings, even officiated a wedding with my husband. Um, But those were the best vows I've ever seen. And the attitude and just the celebration at your wedding just spoke volumes to who you are and what you believe about marriage and just your relationship with Zach. So I was super excited that you agreed to have this conversation with me today about what every pre married couple needs to know about, because this might still be a little bit um, fresh in your mind
2: for sure yes absolutely what it was and is
1: so um how was your first Christmas
2: together <laughs> so fun Christmas is our favorite season together so like yeah. I love pumpkin spice he loves Christmas when we were on our honeymoon we were on the beach and he was singing Christmas to me Aww. and if you know Zach he can't sing so um <laughs> but um, he put that in his vows so he was like I can't break my vows to you, so I'm going to sing. And I was like, this is awful. Um, (laughs) But anyway, super fun. So we enjoyed Christmas and making new traditions and just seeing where it lands, which this year, because um, church is a big part of our life, Christmas is on Sunday, so I think it'll be interesting. It feels like next year will be the true tell of christmas because having christmas on a sunday is a little
1: yeah. different yeah. So. yeah absolutely okay so let's talk because um you know for me i was married almost 25 years ago so I can speak from an old married person what I think every pre-married couple needs to know. <laughs> but um, you've lived it just recently yeah uh, and the Pinterest um, weddings these days are way different than they were 25 years ago when my husband and I got married. So the pressures of what weddings are supposed to be like and what pre-marriage really looks like Ooh. now is a lot different than than it was back then. So let's jump in on this topic. yeah and I want to hear from you.
2: Yeah. So I actually talked to Zach about this topic because he couldn't be here with me today, but I wanted to represent him well and our thoughts together because I think for me as a therapist going into premarital, I was like, yes, I'm so excited for him to like hear all these things from someone else because Mm -hmm. I know them um, and I can see them and I want him to know them, but like having Mm -hmm. a different experience from Um, That is important. And we did something really cool. So we did premarital with who married us, our worship pastor. Mm -hmm. And then we also did premarital here at Care to Change with you. Nice, nice. And that was really cool because we got a biblical, like, not that you weren't biblical, but like, he just really brought Mm -hmm. some like, Pastor truths was what it kind of felt like. And then you brought like the therapist truths. And so to get both of those worlds, I would recommend any therapist who's getting married to do both. um, Because I think it's really, really cool and really, really helpful. So two
1: things. Um, One is when Randy and I got married, we did the same thing. Mm -hmm. We had a pastor um, who was a, a counselor as well as a therapist and so we did the same thing we had two different sets of insights and it does it's it's a little different because one really focuses on one and one focuses on another and Mm -hmm. so we we did Mm -hmm. both and i was glad to have both
2: and you guys didn't talk at all which like you both offered, like we mm-hmm. can talk, and I was like, "You guys are focusing on different things, like already." So I don't want you to talk and make it more complicated. Like just do you. Yeah. Um, and if something comes up twice, then obviously we need to hear it, so but, we can just. Yeah, that's it twice, so good. So.
1: And the second thing I just want to point out for all the pre-married couples out there, um, two things, Well, I guess two. So maybe it's two and three. I don't know. Um, but one right away, you agreed to talk about this topic. But what did you do? You talked to Zach about it to honor him and represent him well. That, in and of itself, is a lesson for both married and pre-married couples: uh, the importance of honoring and respecting your spouse. Um, so you you did that without even thinking about it. But what an example you just showed for the people listening! Like you you said, "Let's talk about this because I want to honor and respect and and represent you well." Like that's a, that's such a beautiful way to especially begin a marriage uh and the second is just saying hey let's do pre premarital counseling um uh, because a lot of couples think we're just going to live on love right mm-hmm. or couples that have been married before they're getting married again they're like we learned the hard way the last time so we've got to figure it figured out for the next time and mm-hmm. yeah, there is nothing better than setting a firm foundation for a marriage than getting some good premarital counseling in yeah. so good for you kudos
2: oh thanks so today as we were or I guess um a couple nights ago Zach and I were talking about this um we I kind of wanted to make the point that we think it's really important to talk about like who's going to do what chore and Mm -hmm. um whatever comes along with that or how many kids do you want like let's dream a little bit like where are we going to spend the holidays um What goals and dreams do you have? Like, what do you want to pursue work-wise or vacation-wise or bucket list or whatever? But I think these things that we talked about that were helpful for premarital um, are deeper Mm -hmm. than just those things. Mm -hmm. Are they important? Absolutely. That's communication, and that's a point that we have later. But I want to just say straight up, like, that's not we 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 took off that layer that is important but mm-hmm. we went deeper yeah. than just those things so yeah. make sure you talk about chores and dividing chores and and how you can help each other and who's going to make dinner what night and all of that stuff is really important too but these are kind of the deeper level a little bit more thinking mm-hmm. um things that we want to talk about today.
1: nice so. nice so don't just keep it on the superficial yes nice. absolutely yeah
2: so the first thing, um, that this was actually Zach's first thing that came out of his mouth was the whole three relationship concept. Mm. Um, and we, we took this to heart and we actually did something a little different at our ceremony. We didn't pour sand. We didn't do candles. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I didn't want to catch anything on fire, But (laughs) we did the you can look it up on Etsy, but there's a cord braiding Mm -hmm. strand um, that comes from the verse in Ecclesiastes like a cord of three strands cannot easily be broken. And so what that represented for us is um, to be mindful of the three relationships, the relationship with yourself. Mm. um, We'll talk a little bit more about this later, but like the things that are in your yard that you can control the relationship with each other. And then your personal relationship with God, mm. and so when we were doing that braiding, no one could really see it in the ceremony, um, but like that's kind of what we were mm-hmm. showing as we are we're kind of braiding that. So just really making sure that it's not two become one, right? It's three. Like I love his personality; it's way different than mine. We're not going to become the same person, mm-hmm. um, so he needs to bring his stuff to the marriage, and I need to bring my stuff, and then God needs to be in it for mm-hmm. us to to flow um, as according to. So that was our number one mm. is three relationships.
1: So good. So good.
2: Uh, the second one was from a book that we had to read, which will be a resource later, um, but it talks about core as an acronym and Mm -hmm. so it says compromise ownership responsibility empathy and so this relates to um, the communication piece of like how can I listen to my spouse and compromise with them how can I show ownership when maybe something has I've done something that has been brought up um what is my responsibility in this and how can I show empathy and kind of put myself in the other person's shoes to maybe understand oh I could see how you would take that this way or I could see how this might work out so um that was something that was really impactful to us was that acronym of core
1: nice what book was that from
2: it is from the good fight okay All right. What else? Um, Along the same lines of communicating, listen to listen, not to respond. Mm. Clarify what you hear and echo back what the person is saying. So this is kind of that active listening piece, um, but not like, I'm going to active listen to you so I know what my response needs to be. It's like, I'm going to active listen to you so that I can repeat back how you are feeling so that i understand that mm-hmm. my, that empathy piece um and i can relate to your side
1: so i think what you're saying is it's what we call in the um world of um marriage counseling marriage intends, marriage intends like a heart talk mm-hmm. it it's what it feels like to be you right now mm-hmm. understanding what you're saying but also letting it drop from your head into your heart Mm-hmm. To understand how it is that you're feeling, not not to agree, right, but just to understand. So listen to understand. Yes, that's good, really yeah. good.
2: Um, the next thing is um, a little different, but knowing the difference between what is restful for you mm-hmm. and what is restoring to you and what is restful for your spouse, and what is restoring for your spouse. So great example of this is, um, when we were on our honeymoon, we were obviously enjoying ourselves and, um, we would wake up in the morning and I would be like, let's go get coffee. And he would be like, I just want to watch TV and play my video game Mm -hmm. and be in the walls of our condo. And I was like, no. Mm -hmm. Um, but obviously like I did compromise and was like, we're on vacation. It's okay to rest. Like we don't have to have an agenda. And Mm -hmm. so by the end of the week we had a dinner and we were talking about like, what did you learn this week? Was there anything that was different for you? And, Mm. you know, just kind of like talking through the week and what was your favorite meal? You know, what would you do again if we went? And, um, we were just talking about like, it's okay to be still, but it's also okay to move. And like, it's okay. like he went jet skiing and like I've never seen that look on his face before. It was like pure joy that I was mm-hmm. like, we actually went twice because I was like, I need him to experience that again uh, because it was so restoring for him. And I had so much fun, mm-hmm. but I wasn't like, oh, I'm ready to go back to work now. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. I think I need to like, yeah, yeah, do something else that's more restoring. And we adventured a little bit. And that felt restoring to me. So just understanding like, mm-hmm. yeah, we rested, but what was, yeah. like, was that actually rest or Yeah. do you need more? I, I
1: love that it's like um, understanding the difference between resting and restoring, but also honoring that you both, both rest differently and you both restore differently. And I also love the intentionality of your conversation at the end of the the time together like what do we learn what do we want to do the same what do, that just shows such intentionality on your part too mm-hmm. That's yeah cool. and
2: he I mean he talked about um we just talked about different things too and one of the things that stood out to me was like what do you think we're gonna have to be intentional about be- being home and I was like I think we're gonna have to be intentional about dating each other like mm-hmm. we love being around our friends like we had them over the night we got back. We, we were just so happy to see them. Um, and not because we didn't, like, we were over each other. It was just like, oh, my gosh, we miss our friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was it was so good to have them over. Um, and we, we just, we want our house to be a place that people come and feel yeah. like they can just, like, lay their burdens down, which mm-hmm. is totally what happened when our friends came over, which was so good. But mm-hmm. just being intentional of, like... We need to love on each other too in that time. So, um, yeah, it's good to have those. And I think that leads to one of our next points is like communicate and be open and vulnerable with each other. Like Mm. it's okay to say that you're not happy right now or this was bothering you Mm. or when you said this today, it made me feel like a kid or, Mm. you know, just whatever, whatever it is, because it's like those vulnerable moments are what are going to move your relationship into a deeper level Mm -hmm. Um, and making sure you use I statements and not accusing statements because that's not, it's not helpful. Yeah. Um, but really just like having that person, like knowing they, they don't want to hurt me. They're, they're here to love me Mm -hmm. and support me. And so how can I listen to them and not feel accused? Right. Um, and that's really hard. So, um, the next thing is also really hard. And we have, him and I have talked so much about this because it's just a lot to unpack, but know your family history. Is there divorce? Um, for us outside of abuse, this word is off the table. Like we don't say the D word. So um what did you learn from your parents' marriage? Mm. Good or bad? Cuz there's just stuff. Um what have you learned from other marriages around you that are is important to you? Mm. Um good and bad as well. Um that was one of the most impactful things we got a questionnaire from our pastor and he was like list your pet peeves, which was Mm. kind of funny, you know, like listening to things. And then, like, what did you learn from your parents' marriage that you love? And, like, what did you learn from your parents' marriage that you don't love? And, like, how can you, like, be intentional about not repeating patterns? Mm. Um, And he didn't use these words, but I will, like, how can you break the generational curses that are in your marriage Mm. Um, because of the family Mm -hmm. of origin stuff? And so I think that that's really important. And just being on the same page. Like, I don't have siblings. He has siblings. And so, like, we even talk about, like, that. Like, oh, we see this in their their marriage. Like, we love how they hang out together. But, Mm -hmm. you know, just those conversations, it's, like, really important to just be aware and be on the same page. Um, And I think we have a lot of conversations. Like, I'll ask, like, did you see so-and-so do this today? Like, what'd you think about that? Mm -hmm. And like, we'll have a conversation about it just because I'm curious as to like, did he see that was wrong? Or like, does he think that's right? Or like, where does he stand on that? And so I think that's really, really important when you're dealing with family history is just to know it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you can face anything when you know it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, the awareness is that first step.
2: Yeah. Um, the next thing, which I kind of said this already, but like make date night a priority. When I say date night, I don't mean you always have to go out and do something. Like you can make dinner at home. You can play games at home. You can watch sports at home. You can go for a walk at home. Like there's just so much stuff you can do at home. Mm -hmm. Um, put up the Christmas tree. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) you name it, there's stuff to do. So, um, just be creative in that, like. You don't have to go out and spend all this money all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And so make that a priority because that's where you're going to grow. Like that's where things are really going to mesh Mm -hmm. for you. Because at the end of the day, when, um, when your kids are grown up and, you know, life has happened, like you're left staring at your spouse and that could be pretty terrifying if you forgot to date them for yes, however many years. Right. And then you look across and you're like, I don't even know who you are anymore. So um, I just think that's really important. And with, like, the to my next point, don't get caught up in the wedding. Um, your marriage is so much more than one day. So for us, like, we – he trusted me with the w- details of the wedding. And so for me, like – I was the one that was coordinating things and putting stuff together and, um, which I love doing. So it wasn't a burden at all. Um, but it was like, we are getting married. Like Mm -hmm. everyone's like, Oh, it's the bride's day. And I was like, no, like I wouldn't be having this day if he weren't here. So like, it's our day. How can I make it about us? And like, you know, everyone has their opinions. Like, have a videographer don't have a videographer. right yeah have a first look don't have a first look yeah la, la, la. and it's like at the end of the day it's like what do we want
1: that's right
2: and that's what we did and and it was amazing there was yeah like I look back and I'm like I was so it was great like there's a few things I would change if I did it again but like the core things that mm-hmm. people saw, I wouldn't change any of it. And it was yeah. different. Yeah, We had a worship service in the middle of our ceremony. Uh-huh. Like that is different. People don't do that. Yep. But we did because we were like, this is us and this is how we want to spend our time because we met this way. And we feel like we need to honor God in this way. And mm-hmm. we just didn't see it being different.
1: It was um, amazing.
2: Yeah. So it was, it was like, I I don't want to spend too much time here because like I said, your marriage is so much more than one day. Mm. But I think you can get caught up in the wedding planning. People were like, you know, people get like wedding depression, kind of like postpartum depression. And I was all like, yeah, what? Yeah. Um, which I could totally see. Like, I love planning. And they're like, what are you going to do after the wedding? And I'm like, enjoy being married and go into the holidays. Like, that's what mm-hmm. I'm going to do. Um, and like. I just think it's really important to just don't sweat the small things. Right. Like, it's okay. It'll all get worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't let your marriage just be about this one day. It's so much more than that. Yep. So
1: much more than that. So much more. Last lasts um, long beyond the day.
2: Yes. Yeah, two more things. So have a conversation about budget and debt it's okay that you both bring baggage to the relationship. Um, you're not a burden for bringing this baggage to the relationship. Mm, That's good. And it doesn't have to be about budget and debt. That doesn't have to be the burden you're bringing to the relationship. Um, it can be a multiple different things. Mm -hmm. Debt was just an example that I threw out there, but, I mean, this person, you're going to spend the rest of your life with them. Like, it's not worth having secrets to start on. Mm -hmm. And so they love you no matter what. Well, they should. Right. Um, And if not, you're engaged. You can break it off. Um, But, like, it's important to just be able to bring that stuff and be vulnerable and communicate about it. Because you'll get through it. Right. It's okay um and so really just being vulnerable and having the hard conversation Mm -hmm. um we had to have hard conversations because Zach has a different health situation than a lot of other people and so like we had to have a hard conversation about like what does this look like how you know what do we do if this this or this happens and Mm -hmm. like that's not a fun conversation I don't want to think about those things but we had we had to have it in order to be able to be like, okay, we've talked about it. Let's move on. Right. Um, Mm
1: -hmm. And it's
2: just, it feels better at the other side. So yes. Um, lastly, but I would almost argue most importantly, have fun. Absolutely. This is a person you should love spending time with. They might get on your nerves more than you would like to say, but at the end of the day, like, you should be excited to go home and spend time with them. You should be excited to do all these things and it should be fun. Like having an endless sleepover with your bestie. So, you know, why wouldn't you want to do that? Um, but I also think too, that with this whole, like having fun, I think in our relationship, when I notice things get hard, I think about the last time we did something we both enjoyed and I'm like, Oh, that's been a long time ago. And so Typically if we can do something we both enjoy, which tends to be sporting events, um, then we're both like, all right, we can do this. Like we have a lot in common. Um, but we just need reminded, like we can have fun. We can do these things. So I think just keeping that in mind that it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be hard. You're going to have trials. Um, there's going to be hills, mountaintops, there's going to be valleys, um, Mm -hmm but you get to pick what you focus on. Um, and, and that's what matters.
1: I love that. And it's, I'm glad that you're ending on that note because, um, a lot of couples, you know, like I said, I've been married almost 25 years, but been with Randy over, over 25 years. And, um, I can't even count. I don't even know how many couples I've worked with. And, one of the things I hear so often, not in every couple, because some couples know how to have fun, but don't know how to argue. And so that's a whole different um, set of issues. Mm-hmm. But uh, a vast majority of couples uh, who end up in our office, um, when we say, when was the last time you had a date, which you you referenced, keep dating, um, but is when was the last time you had fun? Like, when was the last time you went on an adventure together? Because we know biologically laughing and having fun and going on adventure um, releases breath that lowers cortisol, which reduces stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, And couples come in so tense and anxious. And we say, when was the last time you had a good belly laugh with each other? And they look at each other like, what? It's we are too busy arguing. And sometimes, that's not the answer to all the problems, mm-hmm. but we're talking today about pre-married couples. Mm-hmm. The very thing that you love to do and have fun doing, keep doing. Yeah, um, keep having those adventures because in those moments of tension or challenge, those are the things that will reduce the stress mm-hmm. um, and keep you connected. Because mm-hmm. it's not if stress comes, it's when. Mm-hmm. It's not if yeah. challenges come, it's mm-hmm. when. And it's the one thing um, that will bind you together during yeah. those times.
2: It's it's interesting you say that because I, as you were talking, this image came to my mind. Someone told me, and I don't remember who it was, but they were like, um, and we didn't follow this super well, but they said, um, don't leave your spouse during the night because if you leave each other, you'll never see each other. And like at your wedding. And I thought that was so interesting because like, yeah, it is a night about the two of you. Um, And, but like, if you think about it, you're the main event. Everyone wants to talk to you. Congratulations. Mm. We're so excited. And yeah. so if you separate, you guys are both getting that, you know, but like, we didn't listen to that completely because he needed to talk to people and I needed to talk to people. But like, we always came back to each other. Yeah. And so I think that when you're talking about this, it's like, just remember at the end of the at the end of the day you're coming back to each other right and that's you know I don't know when you were talking about that I was like thinking about that advice and I was like we didn't actually follow that but now I think about it it's like I see where they're going right right But I'm like no we should be able to have our separate lives but then come together Mm -hmm. like we should be able to do both so
1: yeah it is so important. Um, these are all super. I mean, that, when I looked at your notes before we started, and I was like, this one I'm talking about, um, mm-hmm. you know, from someone that's been married this long, I'm like, okay, what's a pre-married person going to bring to the table? And you really have put some serious um, thought in, mm-hmm. into this and the intentionality that you're starting um, in your marriage is so apparent. Yeah, I uh, love it.
2: The thing that I didn't really expound on, but I will just a little bit is, um, you gave us this yard analogy Yeah, and it's been really beautiful. Like he'll jokingly get out of my yard. (laughs) Um, but like, we'll have a conversation Mm -hmm. and I remember we had this uh, conversation and he was like, what were you talking about? And I like told him and he was like, yeah, that's not in your yard. That's in mine. And I was like, great. Like I'm (laughs) right. Okay. Like I didn't have to say anything else in it. And like, it's just been so beautiful. So, um, in talking about that, it's like, what's in your control, right? That's what a yard is, is the things in your control, whether it's like your work or your friends or your family or whatever it is. And so when we talk about this yard analogy, like it's just really helpful because what happens if my, you mentioned it earlier, if my sunflowers are, um, being overgrown by weeds, like, well, why are the weeds there? Well, because I wasn't tending to them because I was in everyone else's yard growing right. and not picking my own weeds. And so it's important to, I want to be in my garden picking my weeds so my mm. sunflowers will grow. And so it's like that analogy has really, really helped us. And so even if you're like, I don't know if I want to go to premarital, I don't know if I, I don't know call us at care to change and say i just need to have the yard conversation right um and we'll have the yard conversation with you and your spouse or your soon-to-be spouse or whatever because that was the most helpful thing for us and i think will be something that Mm -hmm. carries us for the duration of um our marriage that's so good that's so good um, thank you so
1: much for sharing. And of course, I, I just appreciate so much about what you have shared um, today. And we'll obviously put a, a graphic out that outlines the different tips that you've included here. Uh, um, so much goodness in this. And there's so much more to being a pre married couple than, like you said, at the very beginning, planning the wedding and the colors and the guest list and the table assignments and all of the things that ended up taking the whole day, um, but not the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And so you have really focused on making the main thing the main thing. And I appreciate that so much um, for you and look forward to um, you adding to your repertoire working with pre married couples in a different sort of way. Yeah, from this, I know you've already been trained in prepare and rich. And so um, you have that ability to do that. But um, thank you so much for sharing, for being you, for sharing of yourself. And I want to say a little shout out to Zach because he's not here and we've mentioned him. Way to go, Zach. Especially on those vows. I know I've said it before. Um, but it's but it's been a few months now. So as a reminder, grab those vows out and read what you wrote because it, they were, they were just really spectacular and the best I'd heard. So um thank you, Zach, for sharing. Brittany, with us and um, even the two of you coming up with this list together for us. That was quite nice. We missed you here. Maybe we can get you in the studio one of these days um, and you can share you a little bit. You singing. Right. Or not. <laughs> get him and Randy together and let them both not sing. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, Brittany, thank you um, for kicking us off on this series on marriage about what every pre-married couple needs to know. Um, We're going to put some resources in um, on the show notes, uh, a couple of those that you mentioned, and put some links to some other uh, podcasts that we've talked about marriage as well. And then um, next week, I hope that you'll join us as we continue our conversation on let's not wait till it's too late, how to know when it's time for counseling, and how to get your spouse on board. Now we're going to have that conversation with Teresa Land, one of our other therapists and then we're going to talk about how to stay on the same team of seven steps to a win-win and 10 steps to a happy fulfilling marriage and so I look forward to to sharing with you on those hope you'll join us share these podcasts like comment all the good things that people ask you to do Uh, thank you for allowing us to bring you practical solutions for positive change and we look forward to connecting with you again next week
0: Thank you again for joining us for this episode of the care to change podcast, where we offer you practical solutions for positive change. Check out the show notes below to see resources mentioned in today's episode. You can follow us on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and YouTube to hear more about our conversation topics. If you have any questions from this episode or would like to hear more, please reach out to us on our care line at 317-979-7133 or email us at help at care to We hope you found this episode helpful and invite you to join us for more of our podcast conversations.